Coming up in today's episode of That Taxi Podcast. I want your suntan. I want your boyfriend. I want what you got. I say it a lot. <laughs> Just don't say it to me. <laughs> I drove down the street, parked my car, and I got out, and I was walking in the bar, and there was a guy putting on his motorcycle gloves, and he says, how you doing, boy? Okay. I, my knee-jerk reaction was just, doing great. How are you doing? And he said, good. And I walked into the bar. But I was thinking to myself, holy shit, was that racist? Anyway, the guy next to me at the urinal turns to me and says, you know, the bathroom is the best place to get jumped. Oh, oh. I thought you were going somewhere I, else there. No, I laugh every time I think of it. The bathroom is the best place to get jumped. No, my daddy will pay. My daddy will pay. And one of the cops was like, who's your daddy? And he says, my dad is so-and-so and he owns this whatever. And then the other cop is, says, who's your daddy? And I'm dying laughing because he's too nervous to know what's going on. They're messing with him, right. you know. Welcome to That Taxi Podcast. I'm Thomas. And I'm Taxi David, author of Too Much to Handle, a series of hilarious cartoons of all the crazy things that happen in and around my taxi. Thanks for jumping into our cab for a ride along. Yeah, we've been driving taxi for years and we love to talk about work. You mean bitch about work. Yeah, okay, that's true. Everybody does bitch about work. We know you'll find this entertaining. Sure will, because we have a unique point of view as nighttime taxi drivers. That Taxi Podcast drops every Wednesday on Spotify and wherever else you get this podcast. Uh, Thomas, I think you mean to say wherever you get your podcast. No, Einstein. I mean wherever they get this podcast. I don't care where they get their <laughs> other podcasts. <laughs> okay, yes. Uh, okay, well, let's go. Up we go. Yet another episode on this beautiful sunny day, watching dads walking along with their little kids on bikes, the little bikes hey. with no pedals. Oh, there's Thomas. Thomas is How here. How you doing? I'm doing. You're doing. Oi. How you doing? I want your suntan. I want your boyfriend. I want what you got. I say it a lot. Just don't say it to me. Uh, I do not know that lyric. Oh, you don't? No, I don't. That is from I Want What You Got by The Beaches. I might have guessed the title. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the Beaches. I don't know anything about The Beaches. Oh, is this should. a band that you normally listen to? Oh, yes. Or? All yeah. the time. Yeah. Is this something from your, um, like, something contemporary or something from your past? Or is it something that you, you know, well, this, I listen to a lot of music. This is new music. Yeah. It is new music. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I'm not hip enough for that. I. I, I know. Yeah. You're sad. <laughs> I dated somebody who um, was into a lot of 90s music. This is definitely in 2020. Okay. Way past your time. Yep, 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 yep. How do you find your music? Uh, a lot of it I listen to CBC radio. CE radio? CBC, Canadian Broadcasting. Oh, okay. And uh, on the weekend nights, they have what they call night stream. Not okay. not, not, not wet dream. Nice dream. Night, night stream. <laughs> I thought you said night stream night stream yes yeah okay that's what it is instead of a nice stream mm -hmm. yeah. so um you listen to this and you think oh i like that sound and right. you, you download that music well i uh hit the uh, uh shazam to find out oh what was that yeah yeah my, a lot of my music when i was growing up came from my brother my older brother and then when i started listening to american top 40 I, with Casey Kasem with Casey Kasem yeah mm -hmm. i started collecting is, is that still going on american top 40 i don't know he's dead 
Oh, yeah, I know, but uh, who's the guy who did the... Uh, Ryan Seacrest? Yeah, Seacrest. He took over. I think so. I'm wondering if it's still available. I don't know. I don't listen to AM radio anymore. And not a lot of people listen to Bubblegum Pop anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, the top 40s. Right. They listen. It's so eclectic now. People mm-hmm. are completely across the board. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, here we are. Anything UK. good happen to you? Anything bad? Anything weird? Anything... I have something weird, strange. I really don't know how to feel about this. So maybe you have a perspective on this. Because uh, it's happened to be in my past. I was on my day, way down to a particular bar, motorcycle bar. But yeah. I have people I drive by that bar. And but this is a bar you, you go to. You all to, the time. Mm-hmm. I stopped as by. As a personal. I used to. I don't go out very much anymore. Right. But yeah, I used to go there and play uh, poker and I'd have drinks. And yeah, I used to hang out there uh, a lot. And I drove down the street, parked my car, and I got out and I was walking in the bar. And there was a guy putting on his motorcycle gloves and... He says, how you doing, boy? Oh, okay. I, my knee-jerk reaction was just, doing great. How are you doing? And he said, good. And I walked into the bar. Uh-huh. But I was thinking to myself, holy shit. Was that racist? Was he, you know what I mean? Was he trying to be racist without sounding really racist? Like, did he do it intentionally? And I'm going to go back to when I was in high school. I was cleaning in a grocery store. Uh, the corporate people were coming and I was assigned to clean under this pop machine. I had to move the pop machine and clean the grout underneath. This was out in the Midwest and this guy stands over me and he goes, well, they got you where they want you, huh, boy? And again, I made the comment like, yeah, well, corporate's coming. We gotta, we gotta do what we're supposed to do. And I remember thinking also, did I just hear racism? Uh-huh. And I'm not sure. Like maybe they weren't and it's just how they talk. I couldn't, I couldn't tell which was the disturbing part. Uh, in case you guys don't know, I'm I'm half black. The phrase boy has long been established as racist uh, when a white person's talking to a black person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just don't do it. So I think in both those instances, that was a racist comment. Yeah. I, to be honest, I... I don't know anybody who, any white person who goes up to another white person and says, how's it going, boy? True. It's like, hey, buddy. Right. How's it going, buddy? How's if, how is it, pal? If they, if you were going into that bar and the guy says, "How's it going, buddy?" You wouldn't have thought of. I wouldn't have thought. Right. You're right. You're 100 percent right. So here comes. Here's the thought. Was that an, an intentional? Was that an intentional drop? I do believe it was. Yeah. If I had, if I had walked in, do you think he'd have said, "How's it going, boy?" To me. No, and I actually I think it's also not just a term of racism, but a term of your lesser. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When you talk down to somebody, what'd you say to me, boy? Right. You, they would say that to a white person. Right. You know, so it's a talk down. It's a talk down any which way you look at it, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. It's so interesting because when you think of like even little kids, so we're talking about basically language, mm-hmm. right? We're talking about guttural sounds that, that are scribed, prescribed or given meaning. We're talking about guttural sounds that are given meaning. And then the meaning becomes derogatory and we say you can't say these things anymore. Right. Um, and I, I hear children uh, on a playground and a kid will be like, you're just a big poop head. Right. And the parents will laugh <laughs> and we might giggle. But that kid is saying the worst thing he can think, he can of. think of to say. Yeah. Yeah. Is this still our intro? Yeah. Wow. No, this yeah. Yeah, this is still our greeting, I mean. Okay, yeah. Ready but to it, do a wheel? Yeah, let's do uh let's do a wheel. Let's get started. Sure. That was a rough beginning. Wheel of Tourette's. 
Well, no, we said the uh, Tourette roulette. We can't use that. We'll get canceled. Welcome to Topic Roulette. We've hijacked the spinning wheel from the classic board game, The Game of Life. And each number on that spinner wheel is assigned a different topic for us to discuss. And we never know what we're going to talk about. Yeah, and that's what makes this show so spontaneous. So that's Topic Roulette. It's a stupid name. I agree, but we couldn't come up with anything better. So please, dear listener, contact us with some of your ideas. But that's what we have for now. Let's get started. Topic roulette. Here we go. Topic roulette. Number one. one. All right. Downtime. Okay, what you do when you're downtime. Yeah. I went into one of the restaurants and... Restaurant bars. Mother Bear. What? Mother Bear. Stop everybody. Oh, really? Protect everybody, yeah. Yeah. Oh, again, reminder, we're in the cab and we see all sorts of stuff. Some mama's walking with her. One, two, three, four kids. Three kids. Four kids and another woman. Yeah. And And someone's backing out of a spot almost hit them. And she did the mom thing, protecting, reaching out her hands and protecting everybody. Made everybody stop. (laughs) Anyway, I went into one of the restaurants to use the bathroom and I'm standing at the urinal and there's another guy standing next to me. And we're minding our own business, doing our own thing. Out of the blue, he says, Well, you know, first of all, that's a red flag. That's a unwritten rule in men's rooms. You do not talk to somebody. Uh, I have. Okay. But yeah, it's awkward. Right. Yeah. You, you it just, has to be something that has already been happening or somebody does something and leaves and you both laugh about it right. maybe or something like that. You go about your business and you keep your mouth shut. Yeah, you don't just and say, you don't look over. How are you doing today? <laughs> You don't say things like that. You don't check out the size of the other man's unit. Well, I'm sure you do, but go anyway, go ahead. Okay, so anyway, the guy next to me at the urinal uh, turns to me and says, you know, the bathroom is the best place to get jumped. Oh, Oh. I thought you were going somewhere else there. No, I laugh every time I think of it. The bathroom is the best place to get jumped. Well, the bathroom is the best place for a lot of (laughs) But the best place to get, like. Oh yeah, is there a good place? To is get there a jump? good place to get jumped? This is the best place yeah. to get. I, I knew what he meant. What right. he meant was it's probably <laughs> more common uh, that you would get jumped in the bathroom. Right. And but it's it's like for us in the cab having someone say, "Have you ever been robbed?" Right. I mean, there's things you We've don't discussed say. Discussed that, haven't we? Yeah, that was something we said in an earlier episode. And you don't say that, at, right? You Ooh. know what were you implying? Right. Why is that in your head? Uh-huh. What are you thinking about? At least you didn't say the, blo- the bathroom's the best place to get a blowjob. I, I knew you were going there when uh-huh. you said that. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you, they, oh, really? Yeah. Prove it. <laughs> oh, geez. No, no. So no, the bathroom is the best place to take a dump. Yeah, or the yeah. Best, best place to get rid of your waste, or the best place to wash your hands when they get dirty, or the best place to wash up before you eat. Right. You know? Um, and maybe that's not something we would talk about. No. Maybe Best just, place to get jumped. The best place to get jumped was on your mind. Wow. Was he thinking of me jumping him? Now, wait. I am assuming at this point he was talking about violence. Right. Yeah. That's not what I would, no. something else. Okay. That's not in the vernacular. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, there's all sorts of questions that go through my head. And I guess the base one would be, why are you talking to me yeah. right now? Yeah. So, the this was this wheel spun downtime. So, you you yeah. spend your downtime going into the bathrooms and chatting up other guys. Well, I'm diabetic, so I go to the oh, bathroom quite a bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, that's something you do in downtown. I've started uh, at the airport when there's nothing going on. I'll take a walk, and it usually ends up, because I do one loop uh, through the terminal, outside, and back 
in front to my cab. That's good. That's usually about a kilometer. So, how long is a kilometer? That's uh like four tenths of a mile or something like that. Well, a five k is three miles, I think. That's right. So. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's good. That's good uh, that you do something that's healthy. And as well as I go to anytime fitness to the gym. So. I should go to the gym. Then I you should feel motivated to yeah. do something. Not that expensive. No, I know. Yeah. Well. All right, well, let's, uh, what's our second topic? We have to spin the wheel and find out. All right. Grab it. <laughs> Ready? Here we go. Yep. The wheel of, t- the wheel, the, the, what is it? Topic roulette. Topic roulette. Please change the name. Please. We got two more weeks of that, right? Two more weeks? Two more weeks. There's uh, a deadline. Let us know what you want the title to be or what you want this sub- segment particular to segment yeah. to be. When I spin the wheel, what do you want us to call it? Yeah. Ready? Topic roulette. It is a she's one nine. Number nine, right on. Yeah. Number nine is gear grinder. Yeah. Well, I have. Uh, I don't know if it's really a gear grinder, mate. It's more of a concern. And this is. Uh, so you're not going to do gear grinder? No, it's gear grinder. Oh, okay. It's a little worrisome. Okay. Okay. Every truck, every big rig has a sign on the back saying "now hiring." Oh, you or mean hiring drivers, like a, like a commercial truck or something? Right, yeah. yeah. Okay. Which is a little concerning. If they're all hiring, how good is the crop that are getting behind the wheel of those? And we even have the same situation. The cab companies are hurting for people. Yeah. And I think we've relaxed our standards a bit. That's true. They have. To get people behind the wheel. Mm-hmm. And it's a little concerning to me. Well, I, I can see that. We just saw when we were uh, pre-gaming. You know, mm-hmm. to figure out what we were going to do for today. Oh, yeah. The Amazon truck right. drove on the opposite side of the street. Hit the and curb. Hit the curb and parked directly in front of us. Like, on the wrong way, on a, on a, the opposite, opposing right. side of traffic. Facing. Yeah. So, does this guy not know that he should maybe go around the block and come back around in parallel park? Or, or I thought at first it was because he's delivering and he needs to be right on the curb on that side because it's door. Yeah. But he didn't get out. No, he did get out. He took oh. a package to. Uh, was it a huge package? No, it was a carryable one. Okay, so he could have parked across the street yeah. or turned around mm-hmm. and reparked. And, yeah, he could have. But this disregard is definitely a gear grinder. And this comes with the Uber drivers because they're not taxi drivers. Oh, yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll park in the street in the on street. a busy street yep. to drop somebody off. Or even the food delivery person who parks in a handicapped parking space or a, uh, we got chewed. I remember getting chewed out. Every year, the cops would come after us and say, you can't park there. If we have to warn you again, you're getting a $500 uh-huh. fine. Uh, because we have a tendency as cab drivers to right. want to, you know, park wherever we want. Because we're only going to be there for a minute and go, right. you know. Mm-hmm. And no, it's, I, I get it. It's not appropriate. There's rules. Um, do you have a gear grinder? I, I do have a gear grinder. Let me think. Um, I don't like it when there's people who can't pay for their rides right um, and i think this goes for people who can't pay for their food or or services or whatever but in the context here it's for my ride now i don't have a problem with somebody who can't pay i have a problem with somebody who can't pay and knows they can't pay and gets in anyway and makes you provide the service and then when you get there say oh by the way i only uh, have three dollars or walks off hmm. i was given a ride by the dispatcher to go pick somebody up. And I was on my way and this kid flagged me down and I said, where are you going? 
because you now you know what you're trying to double dip, right? right. You're trying to get gets a quick ride, yeah. Make some on money the way and to the next on the way one. to the next one. He tells me I'm just a little bit on that way. I said, okay, hop in, and he ends up taking me completely not that way. So okay. I have to call dispatch and say, uh, it's not going to work out. Uh, somebody got in my cab, and obviously the dispatcher's mad at you because he right. has to reassign the ride. But I'm screwed. So I take the guy all the way up there, and I said, well, where do you need to go? And he He's got his hand, so he's behind your passenger, like where you're sitting. He's behind the passenger seat, and I see he's got his hand on the handle. He goes, oh, it's just somewhere around here. I see it coming, and as I'm in the cul-de-sac, he uh, opens the door, and he tries to run, but I turn really sharply to the left, okay. and he slams the door, because so uh-huh. the doors are heavy on right. the Crown Vicks, right? And I lock it, and the great thing about those Crown Vicks locks go down into the door because they're former cop cars right and you can't pull them out you can't pull it out you can't open the door because the locks are on and uh he's like what are you doing and i said well what do you call it when somebody orders food and doesn't pay for it and he starts cussing at me and swearing at me and i said i don't i'm just gonna take him downtown and drop him off where i got him right that's that that's always my first thing Uh um somebody else mentioned just take him the same amount of money and drop him off in a in another direction right you know but i was just taking him downtown and on the way he's swearing and cussing at me he's like you think i'm stealing from you call the cop take me to the cop and i was passing uh one of the grocery stores on one of the main streets in town and there were two cop cars sitting in the parking lot in the dark there and i thought okay i will okay and i drove up to these two cops and i I parallel parked right next to one of them so that he couldn't open the door even if he wanted to. Right. Um, it's locked. And uh, I, I rolled down my window and the cops rolled down their windows. And he says, what's going on? And I said, well, this gentleman, I took him uh, to his destination and he didn't have any money. He didn't want to pay. So I'm bringing him back downtown. But he said to come to the cops. And they look at each other and they smile. And then they both get out. They allow me to back up. Uh-huh. And I unlock the doors. They have him step out of the vehicle. They get his ID and information and they say, so what's going on? He goes, no, my daddy will pay. My daddy will pay. And one of the cops was like, who's your daddy? And he, <laughs> he says, he says he owns uh, this one electrician supply store downtown or something like that. Right. And the other cop goes, who's your daddy? And he says, my dad is so-and-so and he owns this, whatever. And then the other cop says, who's your daddy? And I'm dying laughing because he's too nervous to know. What's going on? They're messing with it, you know. But I caught that right away because the first one, he was smiling when he said, who's your daddy? Long story short, um, they call his daddy and the dad answers. And he says, well, here's the deal. Your son took a taxi to your house and refused to pay. And now he's here with us. Um, He owes, how much is it? And I said, I think it was like $23 at the time. And he goes back to the phone. He says, so he's going to bring your son back and you owe $50. He owes $50. And if we hear from the cab driver that he did not get paid, we're going to come and arrest your son. Okay. Uh, for theft of services. Mm-hmm. And so. Is that what they call it? Theft of services? Well, I think that's that's what he said. I had to look it up myself. I think it's actually defrauding an innkeeper is the actual. Maybe. I don't yeah. know what the what the thing is. Mm-hmm. Um. I books. am aware of theft of services. Like if yeah. you order food, you eat it and you walk out. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I drove him back up and the whole way. He's like, you fucker. You this. He just couldn't stop swearing right. at me the whole way up. 
And then we get there. His dad's in the driveway and he gives gives uh, gives me the money. And then he starts to tip me. He gives me a few more bucks. And the kid said, don't fucking tip him. And the dad pulls back the money like, oh, what am I, an idiot? And then he realizes my son's the idiot. Right. And he gives me the money and he boxes this kid right upside the head, right in the ear. Bam. Knocks him, sends him sprawling down the driveway. Like the breakfast club, huh? Oh, yeah. The dad? Yeah. 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 It was like that. It was Smoke him up. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, that was... Mm. My gear grinder that sort of turned into an interesting story. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I have an issue with somebody who knows they can't pay and gets in versus the person who gets in and realizes realizes they can't pay. Completely different situation. Oh, yeah. Or the person who gets in knowing they can't pay. And tells you. Tells you. Because if they tell me, I get to choose that. Right. But it developed an attitude where anybody I drive... Um, if I discover that you are trying to get away with something and I find out before you pull it off, then I get to do what I'm going to do. Right. And I'm not going to be mad at you. That's my stupid. I should be, I, you can sense this stuff, can't you? When somebody oh, gets course. in, you can yeah. sense it. You get a gut reaction. Yep. Yep. You, cause when it happens, you go, God, I knew it. I knew it. So you trust yourself. And I usually drive them right back downtown. Mm-hmm. I had one kid, I said, you can jump out at any time you want. And he did. <laughs> and I was fine with that. It was a $6 ride. And he jumped out to avoid a $6 ride. But, you know, it's going 20 miles an hour. So, yeah. All right. Well, there we go. Yeah, that's the episode. That's the episode. That just goes so by so quickly. It does. Please. I hope it goes by quickly for you guys, too. <laughs> it, went up, it went by quickly. They turned it off after three minutes. So, <laughs> that was quick. Yeah, it was. Okay. Okay. So. Uh, see you guys next week. What? No joke? Oh, you want a joke? Okay. <laughs> Let me think. Of one. Oh, well. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Well, I, I, I want to say I did learn something this weekend. I was out on a boat and there's some certain rules you have to follow as a boater, right? Mm-hmm. Like if, like if a man falls, falls overboard, you say man overboard, right? Well, you know what you say if a woman falls overboard? And I didn't know this. Full speed ahead. <laughs> Okay, what would be an episode without one of these at the end? Have a good week, guys. See you next week. Thanks for coming along with us on That Taxi Podcast. We'll be back next week with a whole new episode, and you can find us on Spotify or wherever you download your podcasts. Wherever you download this podcast. Oh, right, sorry. We want your thoughts, ideas, and feedback on today's episode. So please contact us, and we really do want you to contact us at thattaxipodcast.com, at Twitter, on Facebook, and Instagram. See you next week. See you next week.